Boom, and we are live with another episode of the Brownwater Banter Podcast. I am Jared Seymour. My name is Joey Cates. And do we have a great episode for you today. We have Dave Elliott in the studio today yeah. uh, to That's talk it. to us about all, all right. things uh, media, man, and his career here uh, on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. It's going to be a great episode, and I cannot wait to jump into this one. Uh, but before we do, we want to mention our sponsors because uh, those are the people that keeps the light on for us, as uh, Joey said so eloquently yep. a few episodes back. And I'm, I'm sticking with that. I like it. That's Sounds an good. old line. That's right. That's right. Good. Uh, Southern Magnolia Smiles. It's our good buddy, Dr. Robbie Williams, located over here in Ocean Springs on Washington Avenue. If you're looking for a great local dentist who will take care of you, here is uh, him and his friendly staff. They're on all the social platforms. Just check them out at Southern Magnolia Smiles or you can go to their regular website, www.southernmagnoliasmiles.com. And if you're old school and you want to keep it real, call them up on the landline, 228-215-1202. He still has one of those. Yeah, he still got it. He's a business. He has to. Um, and another one of our sponsors that we're proud to be working with is Hilltree Marketing. They're actually working on a website for us right now. We're going to launch it here in the next few days. You're going to be seeing it and hearing about it. Uh, we're super excited. But you're, if you're a local business or anybody really, whether you know, if you need a website, go check them out, hilltreemarketing.com. They do website and graphic design, social media stuff, IT services, videography, photography, and aerial, uh, aerial, I always butcher that, aerial cinematography. They do, uh, they have a drone. They it's do some sweet great- drone. Too. They do some great work, and uh, Jesse has is, is been a pleasure to work with, so we're super happy about that. Um, we also have Trevor Reed. Uh, that's this weekend, May 29th, Saturday, Downtown Ocean Springs on Government Street. It's the third annual Downtown Ocean Springs Crawfish Cook-Off. 2,600 pounds of crawfish are going to be cooked between 25 teams. You buy your ticket, you go in there and check it out, you vote for your favorite. It's a People's Choice Award style competition. Let them know who bowled the best crawfish. Um, and they got beer, crawfish and beer. I don't know what else you could want out of and life. And we'll be there with merchandise. Correct. We're going to be hanging out. We're going to live stream. And finally, we have the Harrison County Development Commission. Mr. Bill over there sponsored the show for us this month. We really appreciate it. Um, they have a C-Force training program that I'm going to mention. And I continue to mention they partner up high school age kids with the career field that they uh, are interested in. Put them with a business here locally and let them taste what they will be doing before they go to college. Um, that way they don't waste a bunch of time and money at something that they're not really involved in. And if they like it, they've already made a connection in the game. So it's a great program. Uh, Harrison County development commission does a lot of great stuff for the local area here, bring in a lot of business. Um, just check them out. They have a website, look them up. Uh, they're doing a lot of great things for the community. So, uh, without further ado, Dave. Yeah. Let's we get into man, it. Man, thank you for showing up today and yeah, being on the episode with us today. Um, you would, I don't even know if you lived under a rock, you would not know who Dave Elliott is. If you're from the Mississippi Gulf coast, I've been watching you as long as I can remember, uh, on WLOX. Yeah. Since you was just this tall. Uh, yeah, uh, exactly. Knee high to a grasshopper, yeah. as they say. But hey, you guys got a cool looking studio, by the way. Thanks, Good man. lighting. You got like this little blue purple thing you yeah, got going yeah, over yeah. here. We try. This is nice. We try. And I want to point out that I decided to whip out the WLOX baseball cap since I noticed you guys wear hats. Yes. yes. I just want to be part of the team. That's and right. Any excuse I can legitimately wear a hat, I'll take it. That's because right. we're bald. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe, well <laughs> I wasn't going to go there. I mean, no, no, it's, it's a well 
well known. I'm uh, follically challenged as well. Correct. Is that what you're supposed to say now? Follically yeah. challenged. That is right. That is right. Um, man, what an amazing career you've had in media, in broadcasting, still have. Uh, you did, the, I'm sure, just left the studio not too long I ago. I did. I correct? did the four and the five o'clock show live and yes. uh, jumped in the car with a police escort, got over here in time, <laughs> ran red lights, cut across people's yards. It was very wild. Listen, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're important. I yeah. get it. Okay. I get it. I know. VIPs. That's right. Um, but we were, it was funny. I, when I told him about, uh, you know, what time we shoot normally and everything. And I said, and, cause I always tell the guests, I'm like, and it's live now. And he responds back. Yeah, I know. I, do. Oh, okay. <laughs> I go, And I was like, what yeah. a stupid thing to That's say. That's all yeah. I do. What if it wasn't thing live, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. But some, some of our, most, all yeah. of our guests are not accustomed to being live yeah. on a show. So nothing new for you, but, uh, how did you get your start? How did you get your start in media and how did you end up here on the Mississippi Gulf? Oh Coast? boy. That's about yeah. five questions I'm, rolled listen, into one. You got to keep up. Well, this is a high paced show. Here's what yeah. I'm going to do. I grew up in Minneapolis, Minnesota, went to high school in uh, Southern California, went back to the University of Minnesota, graduated, moved to Jackson, Mississippi, ultimately migrated legally to the Mississippi <laughs> Gulf Coast. There he goes. He just but, started. He just yeah, started. But, uh, but I, uh, yeah, I went, my dad actually would taught radio television at the University of Minnesota. So when I was a kid, I used to hang out at the office. He had a TV show on Minnesota public television. I used to go to the studio with him. So, but radio was my true love. And so when I got out of school, I got a radio gig in Jackson I had a legendary rock station called WZZQ. There are folks that still remember it. There are alumni clubs on social media and uh, fan pages from that old rock station. And then eventually broke into television. It was kind of a weird story we can get into if you want. Oh, yeah. We're here to hear it. We want all the details. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the dirty all the details. Dirty details. Yeah. How'd you get yeah. into All the way down. Yeah. Well, I bounced around about three different radio stations in Jackson. One of them was owned by... Jimmy Love, the Love family owned WLOX from the get-go. He and I got to be friends. But I went to an open audition for a new television show they were starting in Jackson called PM Magazine. It was on WJTV, the CBS affiliate up there. You know, they started, it was like two on the town, a guy and a gal out on the town. Today okay. we're bringing you the show from the Jackson Zoo. Today we're out at the mall. Today we've stumbled into a swamp somewhere. And then we'd have little stories and this and that. Anyway, the audition, they started out with, I don't know, 20 candidates, whittled down to 10, down to five, down to two. And then I ended up getting the job. So that was my first job in television in Jackson. And then Jimmy Love was always after me to move to the coast and start at WLOX, and I did that in about 1986. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, you guys weren't even question. born. Yeah, oh, I was yes, 82. We I was yes, 82. We 83. I was 82. Oh, Not as young yeah. as I look. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I said that wrong. We, we, young, well, it's, it's the Botox. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's we right. got a lot of makeup yeah. that goes on before this. <laughs> it's a whole production to get this show going. Hair and makeup. No, so so busting the TV, and then you come down here in '86 and. Boy, has this area changed since 1986. Oh, right? I mean, when I came down there, there were tumbleweeds blowing across <laughs> Highway 90. Yeah, And, exactly. uh, you know, I think there was still maybe even some form of illegal gambling. I don't know. Or, I mean, uh, yeah. we can and, either confirm nor deny that. And all sorts of strange clubs all around Biloxi that are now being they torn down. They just shut I one down the other day. Yes. <laughs> I think they actually, Tragic. you know, uh, imploded that thing. Yeah. Right. But uh, so the coast was kind of wild. And uh, I didn't know. I never even when I even when I lived in Jackson for four years, I only came to the coast a couple of times, so I didn't know much about South Mississippi. So, uh, but now I would, even though I, without giving any details, I had a ball when I lived in Jackson. Okay, of course that was my 
early 20s. But uh, That's what the 20s are for. Yeah. Know, if you don't have a ball in your early yeah, 20s, you messed bad. Up. seek professional help. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, you know, but, down, but now I would live no other place in Mississippi other than the Gulf Coast. Absolutely. Yeah. And I love this state, but yeah. that is a true statement. Yeah. Salt water changes you, for sure. Yeah. It, it absolutely does. Well, I noticed you guys do a lot of fishing stuff. So we do. Don't, don't get yeah. into that with me now. I don't even know how to bait a hook. Yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, Neither do we. Neither do we. We just talk. We just talk about it. But golf now, I'm all over it. Okay. About golf. Okay, yeah. we got a good buddy of ours, James, uh, who is a great golfer. Won the Slavic a few times, yeah. um, but I'm pretty terrible. But I, I do too. enjoy it because it is a very fun game. Yeah. That hard, frustrating, super hard, yeah. super hard game. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Um, but so, so I want to stick with the broadcasting first, and then we'll go. Uh, we'll go some other places. I got some some good questions that I like to ask. But how has broadcasting changed in just as specific as WLOX, right? Since 1986 to now 2021, I'm sure uh, just from what I can tell as a viewer, like w there's a ton of changes that's going on, right? Aren't y'all more digital now? Uh, less. Well let, well, let me tell you about the biggest change. Okay. I, I brought up the love family. When I started in television, all stations were locally owned and operated then in the late 90s, you saw a trend where groups would begin to buy 10, 15 stations in regions. Now, almost every television station in America is owned by about five companies. That's not good. Yeah. No, I don't think it's yeah, good. That's not but good at all. I have a good company. Our company is a good company. Right. They, they just made a $2.9 billion acquisition of another uh, 40 stations. But uh, as long as you perform... And WLOX performs. Yes. You're okay in that corporatist world. But I'm not I'm not a big fan, you know, I, I right. of decisions being made in other cities and creating kind of all stations being the same. I'm sure you've I don't know if you've seen there was um, a couple like clips that went through Facebook social media stuff where it showed uh, multiple pictures on the screen. That was Sinclair. Do you know yeah, what I'm talking about? Yeah, though they're, they're all stories, reading the same. Red, they're, all, yeah. they're all reading the same yeah. script. That's what I don't like about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's easier to control the narrative, right? Yeah. And ultimately, uh, and it's going to be long after I retire. They're even going to have a news anchor in Atlanta anchoring the Gulf Coast news oh, or somebody in no, no, Dallas. No, no, Sounds no, terrible. No. Yeah. I That's mean, going to backfire. Yeah, That's yeah. going to well, backfire. Well, I mean, a lot of things. Digital, you brought it up. Right. The other big change with the introduction of dot-com and social media, spreading out content over all of these different platforms, that's been the other big change in our business. Right. Um, exactly. So the way a story breaks now is completely different than it would have done yeah. really even – 15 years ago because you know it like this well everybody happens, does. You but, know that's a, but that's a good thing yeah we have these things now we used <laughs> we had a, like two live trucks and we'd have to you know roll those live I trucks remember. out to the scene these guys now we have about eight of these backpacks I've seen it right they're called live view, live and, view solar uh, or i can do it uh i can do it on my phone yeah. i right. have the live view app where i can you know hi i'm dave elliott i'm live here where a pedestrian has hit by been hit by a train in long beach and I mean, it's just that part of it really is amazing is the immediacy of it. Yeah, because you get news when it happens, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, yeah, beforehand, I mean, it was it was on the 4 o'clock show or the 5 o'clock show only, right? Mm -hmm. But y'all still have, I would imagine, a great viewership. I know I watch oh, it we're every day. Oh, ratings are like ridiculous. Yeah. 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 As I say, and that's 
puts us in good standing with the company mm-hmm. because, you know, a company, a big company that owns 130 TV stations, I always say there are three tiers. There are the, 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 those who deliver, and thankfully WLOX is in that top tier. Mm-hmm. Those that are just kind of hanging in there and those that were kind of dogs and everyone else is supporting them, but they still generate revenue. And so, uh, you know, that's another big change has been uh, there aren't any photographers anymore. They're all one-man bands. I don't know if you see our reporters out. They're all shooting their own stories. Tristan Rupert. We ran yeah. into Tristan's him at cool. downtown yeah, yeah, first yeah, yeah. Friday. Tristan's, Tristan's cool. We gave yeah, him a huggy and uh, uh, told him we'd be in touch. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And I have Tristan on. He's yes. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but so, yeah. So everything kind of shrunk. Yeah. Uh, technology did that for people. Quicker. Um, but n- news is extremely important. But it's it's more the commodity, and I think probably correct me if I'm wrong. Why WLOX has probably got the ratings that they do is because of the personalities that y'all have, the on-air talent like yourselves, and the trust that y'all have built over. Like I said, as long as I've been watching local news, it's been you and a crew. Now some have retired since many retired. have retired. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, in the past uh, five years. Yeah, oh yeah. As a matter of fact, you the know, legends have gone. If you're watching and you see me somewhere at Walmart and the you know, frozen food section or something. Don't say, Hey Dave, when are you going to retire? I'm sick <laughs> of hearing that. He doesn't want to hear it. No, I don't want to hear it. I'm good to go. Yes. My, yeah. my pacemaker's still going. That's right. Still got a couple beats left. Yeah. Yeah. You and Karen, you and Karen are like yeah, the, yeah, dream team, yeah. we, the dream team, man. You're the dream team. We were uh, installed into the Mississippi Broadcasters Hall of Fame for being the longest serving anchor team and like, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe there was a caveman who once was, you know, <laughs> beating news right, on a stone. Right, right. To, uh, but we were, you know, and we've been together a long time. Yeah, so. I was going to ask, how many years is that? How many it's years? Not from the very beginning, Karen and I have been together from the very beginning. So does we it. both worked in Jackson at different stations. I came down in like July of 86. She came down in like August of 86. Don't draw any conclusions from that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you boy. scandalous we scoundrel. Yeah. You say he's starting. So yeah, whenever no. we lean into all that kind of talk, but it was just, just a coincidence. And uh, we've been together ever since. Isn't that sweet? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I mean, it, that's gotta be weird. I mean, to be with somebody that long, I mean, it's like a, a your right arm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Been and with- it's chemistry too. Right. For sure. Uh, For sure. That, that's important. You can anticipate right. what one another is going to do or say. So, you know, her breaks, she knows your yeah. breaks and everything yeah. else. Yeah. I saw just uh, two days ago, and this goes back to what we're saying about everything shrinking. You're saying no live crew trucks anymore, live you solo on the backpack going live. Uh, I think y'all don't have as many or any cameramen in the studio anymore. Is that correct? Yeah, well, we're robotic. Correct. We're robotic. They <laughs> okay. don't like that word. Automated. automated. Okay. Everything's yeah. automated. But and when I started on radio, but things began to get automated. As a matter, let me. Do, I want you to get back to that. No, no. Go ahead. Go back ahead. to that point, Jared, yeah. because it's important about how we've gotten robotic. But uh, I used to do a Monday night football show for uh, IP Casino over at one of these radio groups where there are six radio stations in the building. Mm-hmm. And I, I had the code to the door to go in and do the radio show. Yeah. And I'd walk in. The six radio stations, there's not a person in there. There was not a person in there at yeah. 7 o'clock yeah. at night. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Because everybody just hits play. And- yeah, everything's pre-planned, yeah. pre-recorded. But, uh, yeah, our we used to have about... Three or four camera people. Yep. 
and uh, someone who ran the teleprompter. And in the studio, you had a director, just like you see on TV, pushing the buttons and sliding this. And Joey makes me do all shot. that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can <laughs> see. Yeah. You used you know to be I mean? able to see it. You used yeah. to be able to see them behind the yeah. scenes. Yeah. And, you, you and, that, yeah. and you'd have someone running the audio. Now they go in and they pre-program. They call it coding. Yeah. Well, you know, everyone knows what coding is now. Right. But they call it coding. And we have, we're surrounded by these robotic cameras that move and, you know, and yeah. this and that. But there's not a person in there no. it's just us well and, and where i was going with that was is uh yesterday day before you control the teleprompter yeah and i guess I karen do, yeah. couldn't, couldn't yeah. read it because you didn't click yeah. the right button or something no but y'all owned up to it no, i thought it was tele- awesome well was that's awesome. karen and i do it. no no one else really does it but yeah karen, karen we, we will do that i told a little story about yeah you, you held yeah. it up i watched it i was like that's I, awesome i figure awesome. if something happens on tv most management wants everyone to just exactly go to commercial what i think if something happens talk joke about it yeah what do you call that you broke the wall what is it the fourth wall or something when you speak to obviously you're speaking to the audience always but like like you broke character from being the reporter and you're like, hey, yeah. we messed up. This yeah. is what happened. Sorry. Yeah. It's what happened. But know? it was the little magic wand's fault. It really was. It was. It, it had like a mind of its own suddenly. It just went crazy. It just went very fast in the wrong yeah. direction. And <laughs> so when, when something messes up when you're on there, it's just y'all two. So if it messes up, you just got to yeah. Well, it. there is a crew in this little kind of refrigerated room, you know, with all of the dot, you know. It's, it's see, it's not even, it's data now. Everything's, you're data we're on right we're data right now Yep, absolutely 100 100 percent. so you you've had uh, a unique perspective also to see the gulf coast grow as we've mentioned but you, from your perspective you're out covering these events i mean you get a you're you're at most of them i mean a lot of them yeah what what has it been like to watch the mississippi gulf coast grow since it was in the 80s from your perspective well i it, the the uh, Arrival of casino gaming. I, I thought I was going to be in this market about five years. At that time, people were staying in markets for three to five years and then moving on to a bigger market. And I had a chance to move to a couple of bigger markets. But uh, suddenly, uh, you know, I, as I say, I came in 86, and then 92, casino gaming yep. arrives, and there was this buzz. Blow up, there was yeah. this unbelievable yeah. excitement on the coast. And so I guess, well, this is cool. So that was probably the biggest change here on the coast. But otherwise, you know, as far as the charter boats and as far as the, you know, the restaurants and the golf industry has grown tremendously, but it's really been all gaming. driven, Casinos. driven by the yeah. gaming industry. So yeah. that's really been really the only significant change. I would say for us, you, I think you mentioned earlier before we went live, you don't maybe come over to Diaboville as much. Did I get yeah, that right? I was yeah. telling you. Yeah. But when I first moved here, I lived in Lemoyne Boulevard. I rented that's a house. That's now a doctor's yeah. office. Yeah. But I lived in this really weird concrete bunker house that had about five acres. I rented it for about six months. And uh, now it's, I think, a big doctor's office or medical complex or something so yeah god's country you was in yeah. god's yeah. country yeah, yeah. yeah. oh you know guys it. are both the guys. We, 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 we're from uh, saint martin saint martin Lemoyne. yeah we're yeah. on Lemoyne. well i technically was in saint martin yeah because there's Correct. that void that nobody can explain to me and i think it's technically probably jackson county that's a but, great area uh, yeah yeah where i was going with that though about the diabrival comment is uh over the years, 92, so it's been a few years since uh, legalized gambling, gambling was uh, came to the coast, we've also seen post-Katrina uh, retail grow on yeah. the north side of the bay, yeah. the Abbeville area the specifically. And that, for someone like me and Joey who live over here, that's what we see is the the big name box stores and all of the development that's that has gone on and continues to go on over in our neck of the woods. So 
it's not like Joey said, like we remember it and our parents remember when the, I remember when Lemoyne Boulevard was a two, two lane street. Yeah. Right. And they remember it when it was like cow fields and farms over here. So it has grown significantly. Uh, and I think that is all due to gaming. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. I mean, everything's connected. I mean, you get an, you get on an economic roll right. and uh, then you're obviously there's, there are residual uh, benefits to that. But, you know, if you really want to get into all these brick and mortar stores, they're dinosaurs. They're doomed. Yeah. Yeah. There's but no whatever. Doubt. There's no doubt. Give me a lot of empty buildings in about 15 years. Or new innovative yeah. ideas to put in those buildings. Or a lot right? of websites coming off yeah. of them for sure. I know a lot of the uh, big malls like um, uh, Gaucher. Well, that's you know, that one's pretty yeah. one size. But like over in Biloxi, um, they're trying to come up with creative businesses to put inside of those malls that are Amazon internet proof, yeah. you know, so that's an ongoing struggle, but you're right. Retail is in a, in a pinch when it comes to brick and mortar. Well, you have the online shopping and then now, and it was, uh, accelerated during the pandemic at, with the ad yeah. working from home. Correct. That's what's going to happen in all the big cities is more and more people working from home. So, uh, I think you're going to have a lot of empty office, commercial space and retail space in the next 10 years. I frankly don't know what the landscape is going to look like. Yeah. Hopefully that'll bring some of these, these prices down. Well, I know yeah, a bunch of like, like major companies like Ingalls and stuff like that. They're, I mean, most of their guys are still at home. Yeah. They're still yeah. hanging out. But I mean, we still have a few people at home, but mo we mo we're still not really allowing people. We have to get permission to have people in the studio. Right. So we're still zoomitis. Yeah. Everything's zoom, zoom, zoom. You know, at first I hate it. Now I'm thinking, well, this isn't too bad. We yeah. had we had to transition on this show from what we're doing right now to just strictly online, and there were pros and cons. We you lose the human element, yeah. the ability yeah. to to riff off of people when you're talking, but it extended our reach. Yeah, we're we doing that you, too. We got I some, use experts from all over the country now. Yeah, yeah, and you can do so, that with the yeah. technology. Um, we had uh, one of the large boat manufacturers on our show just right. because we sent an email, and he was like, "Sure, but, I'll do it." And we're like, "Really?" <laughs> Us? But, but the you same, know? the same <laughs> okay. thing. You're at the you're at the fault of the internet. You know what I'm saying? You right. Trust. Connections, yeah. technology, but yeah. but anyway. So it's 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 give and take. Um, we like hanging out and doing it live. Yeah. yeah. Well, University. I am too. I'd rather have people, and we're slowly but surely bringing people back into the studio. I have the governor coming in next week uh and we've had uh i had fofo gillich on the other day and uh also uh, one of our state senators and so we're slowly bringing people back into the studio that's, studios. Good. that's yeah. good who other than joey and myself has been the uh, the most proud people that you talk to like your best interview the, you're most proud of it um or or it was like the craziest i don't know in your whole career that, that that's kind of a hard one i'm gonna uh, hmm. or not maybe uh, let's not use favorites no, no, yeah Memorable. because there yeah go. because yeah. favorites favorites is kind of hard because yeah. it's like children you know correct. You want to pick correct. a favorite but, correct uh, I, i'll tell you two of the coolest ones bb king because oh, yeah. wow. we went on the road with him about 92 i think uh for three days I interviewed him on his tour bus up in Jackson, and then we go up to some kind of weird blues festival. I think it was outside of Yazoo City. I don't can't remember the name of the town. And then we go up to Indianola, somewhere up in the Delta, Sunflower, Mississippi. I don't remember where it was, to a honky-tonk club. Wow. And the one thing I remember most about that place is the ceilings were like six feet high, and it was packed, and people were still smoking in oh, those yeah. days. 
And it was crazy. So And B.B. was cool. So I think going on the road three days with B.B. King was a memorable story. Pretty and then also we took a train, did a ride on the train ride itself, Amtrak. It's a famous route from New Orleans to Chicago. Spent a couple of days up there. And believe it or not, I don't like it very much now, Oprah Winfrey. But at the time, I, I lo- she was so nice and so cool, and a Mississippian. Yeah, she's from And so we went to her show and went, got the tour, went backstage, did everything. And I have to say, she was very accommodating, very kind, very sweet. So the, uh, go ahead, Joey. Go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say how, how the news has changed since then. I mean, like y'all used to do all those main things. And then today, how much do y'all usually get out and do those live I really don't do as much as I used to. We used right. to travel all over the place. Yeah, because yeah. I remember I mean, back in the day, y'all would go everywhere. Oh, yeah. we, we went, I went to Versailles, and we went to uh, Madrid. We went to Breckenridge. We went to uh, uh, the Cayman Islands. When we would do 30, uh, you know, we'd come back, do a week's worth of stories, and throw together a 30-minute special. And then we used to take the satellite truck on the road and do these road trips. One of them was all along the Natchez Trace. One was historic highway 61 where we started in like natchez and ended up in the delta along the way every day we just stop find a place to stop and just do stories and do live shots and stuff that would be awesome yeah Yeah. we just don't do that anymore yeah i really don't want to do that i I don't really want to do it yeah 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 but i kind of got over it (laughs) (laughs) you see enough it seems like you can pass it down to some of those you know yeah but nobody nobody's really doing that and i'll tell you why when i started we had a five a six and a ten we now have what two and a half i don't even know i've never watched two and a half hours in the morning what do we have I, I can't yeah, tell. Okay, yeah. two and a half hours. I'm at work, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, we have an eleven o'clock show, a four o'clock show, a five o'clock, a six, a six thirty, a ten. Yeah, pretty and much all day. Long. Yeah, yeah. So yep. there's not really time to right. do stuff like that because there's a demand with the same number of people to provide content for all of these shows. What does that look like behind the scenes? So we see all the on-air faces all the time, but from from you waking up the whole everyone that is a part of this wakes up in the you know the morning how do you craft that what's going to be on the 11 o'clock the four o'clock the five o'clock is it an aggregate of new that news that comes in you have editors that decide who's going to be the story what's yeah, going to be the story for the day yeah kind of producers executive producers they all have meetings they dole things out they talk they go but I, I don't get involved in that i'm kind of a free agent i'm kind of a worry <laughs> wor- worry yeah. all worry only about my shows right i shouldn't admit that because there's an air of selfishness to that but, uh, you know, I just kind of worry about the things I'm responsible for. But there are people who all get together and determine and decide all that. So. Okay. Did you, the, you, you ever pull that card where it's the big stuff? He's like, yeah, you ever do one I'm of getting those that things? story. That's going to be me. <laughs> no. no. Well, on interviews, I'm very competitive. Right. On interviews, not necessarily on stories as much, but uh, on interviews, I'm that way. Yeah. I remember uh, the big news stories, which these are more national. They're so not, not as much local, but y'all still cover them. I mean, like... Uh, I remember the O.J. Simpson. That yeah. was a big yeah. one. Y'all had to cover all the time. 9-11. Uh, yeah, that one. Uh, and then, of course, most recently, the COVID stuff. Uh, that's been ongoing for the past year. So lots of lots of big things. And you always do such a great job of kind of putting the local spin on it. So Yeah, well, I mean, that that is really what is keeping local news alive is you do have to localize what is happening and what people are talking about. I mean... You can't go to, you know, Fauci's place, thank right. goodness. Right. Uh, yeah, but you can, you know, you can localize it, find your own experts, your own stories, your own people who are impacted, 
and affected by it. And that's what's really cool about local news, you know. Yeah, and you mentioned earlier about some guy in Georgia bringing the news. I don't think any. I don't want any part of that. Well, yeah. it's coming, baby. Maybe an yeah. maybe an anchor could get away with it, possibly. But how would they? You have to have people here in the field, right? Yeah, I mean, y'all are still doing stories. that, right? Well, you'd have local TV stations would essentially become bureaus. Okay, you know, more news. like freelance people, kind of just running out and covering. Well, you a might story just for have you. a couple of people, and what'll happen is it'll be kind of a regional. Like our company, for for instance, owns WLOX. Uh, D-A-M up in Hattiesburg. Is that still a TV station? Not sure. I have no idea. I think, they, I think that was a jab. I think they run right? all our stories. Yeah, oh. That's a jab. It's just but, reruns uh, of yeah. all day long. And then we have WLBT in Jackson. And so, uh, you know, eventually I think you're going to get to a point where, you know, you'll just, everyone will share stories. Kind of. I just don't that's, think that's, that's a good idea. That's kind of how it is now, especially yeah. the mainstream, like CNN, MSNBC, they just... They run the same stuff. Man, that's yeah. not good. I, mean, I, don't, local, I don't. It's like a monopoly. Of, well, MSNBC wouldn't know what to do without the New York Times or the Washington Post. Correct. Because right. everything's, you know, driven by the corporate and elite media. You right. Know, which is essentially the Times and the Post and the three broadcast networks and Fox, MSNBC and CNN. So. Yeah. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Not a fan at all. Oh. Of the of 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 melting everything down into just a few channels. I think the more people that can bring news to the table, you know, more investigative reporting there is, it keeps things truth, more truthful. I don't yeah. know if that, you know, if that's a good way to say it or not, but when everybody's reading off the same script, that just can't be good. To yeah. It's well, easier to sway public opinion. And, 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 that's and, powerful. and boy, are they right. Yeah. And, uh, right. and it's unfortunate that people have shown that they can be so uh, yes. uh, obedient, compliant correct. and uh, easily swayed by it all. Oh, that's correct. Well, then you get those people that don't even watch the news. They just get all their music from social, I mean, yeah. all their news from social media. Yeah, yeah the headline news. readers. Yeah. yeah, the headline readers. Well, you know, and then there's clickbait. So, right. you know, the, pro the problem with social media is everyone sees the headlines, but how many people click on the story and actually read it? Well, nowadays it's all about the comment section, too. Yeah. I don't know if you ever go on Facebook oh, a lot. No, I'm a Facebook guy. Well, I don't go on Facebook, but I post on Facebook. Okay, but you know, so a, a, a news outlet, whoever, right, puts out a story, like you said, clickbaity. Click Some of them do it, I think, on purpose. To they say, hey, if we write the headline this way, we're going to get way more engagement than right. if well, we write that's it. That's what it's all about, yeah. and that's that's a shame. And that's a shame. and that's where they tiptoe along the lines of half truths. Correct. 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 And then it yeah. just gets people stirred up in the comment section. Yeah. It always devolves into just the worst in human. Yeah. And we're so divided right now anyway. Correct. I mean, Correct. Uh, you know, they're talking about this January 6th commission studying what happened during the riot at the Capitol. And they're comparing it to the 9-11 commission, which studied uh, 2001. Well, the country was pretty much all together in 2001. Mm -hmm. right. mm -hmm. It's not in 2021. No. This no. thing is not going to be a partisan investigation of what actually happened on January 6th at the Capitol. I can right. tell you that. Yeah, bipartisan, you mean. Yeah. Right. yeah, exactly. Oh, I said partisan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, well, I meant it's going to be a it's partisan. It's going to be right. partisan. Correct, correct. Um, that's for sure. I mean, so what do we do? How do we how do we get them get everybody back together? What's your I don't know. I don't, yeah. I'm a guy. Yeah, That's I a big know, question. I'm pessimistic on it, frankly, on on that one because I just think you know it's conquer and divide by our overlords. Correct. You know, the uh, the uh, the leaders that are running the country, you know, and it's all money and power. Yeah. And, and control. 
but we've, you know, we've become, you'd think we'd become less tribal by now, but they've created a real tribal atmosphere in America, you know. I don't think that's by accident either, like yeah. you said. Like, and it's all controlled saying, by the media. Know? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, the media is a big, com- yeah. big part of it, but, you know, Washington, you know, and the career politicians, you know, the founders would be turning over in their graves, you know, if they saw what was, if they saw what's going on now. You're taking up the muskets again. That's right. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Packing that People black powder. People say, oh, we've got civil war right now. I say, no, screw that. I say, we need a revolutionary war. Oh, so you're ready. I mean, you're I'm ready kinda, to go. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, we're not doing this halfway. We're going all the way. No, right? I'd, I, I'd be, listen, if I was a millionaire, I'd be off the grid 100%. I'd be out in New Mexico with a bunker and, and, yeah. re- and recycled water and solar panels, and Sweet. I wouldn't be part of any of it. Yeah. Yeah, until I think that's what a lot of people are doing. They just they don't want to pick sides. They just leave it. They yeah. don't want it's they tough don't because to it's it. a lose lose kind of right. situation. You in step a lot into of ways. it, you get judged. You step out of it, you yeah. get judged. So you just leave well, it alone. And if you leave it alone, then you let them, you know, whoever right. they are, take over. But right. you don't. Um, I watch like a lot of your uh, on like is it the Sunday edition where y'all have people in? I guess pre COVID as, as well. But you don't pull any punches, and you're not scared to. Um, Share your opinion, and a lot of times, like you mentioned in the media, um, it seems like people all fall kind of one way, and I feel like you push back a little bit. Yeah, well, uh, you have to push back. Right, yeah, right. Somebody's got to ask those I questions. mean, you know, you don't go in, you know. That's why I, I got a few haters on the coast, and, and, and they're on both sides of the political spectrum. You know, I got some people who think I'm a raging liberal, and then I got some people who think I'm some kind of uptight conservative. Because, you know, you have to ask the people the questions. You, know, right. you don't just right. play along. Right. What, have you ever went on record as to how do you describe yourself politically? Politically, I'm, I'm a part anarchist. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Part libertarian. All right. And that's about it. Yeah, there you go. Okay. So that that ought to clear it up. Okay. <laughs> He's not for the who, big government. Who writes stuff. most of that stuff when you do those interviews? Is that you coming up with the questions? Yeah, in a show like that, yes. yeah. But I'm going to be honest. I'm going to give away this secret. Uh, on our like five o'clock news, for instance, we get a lot of our news from the network from ABC. I rewrite a lot of that. Really? Really? Oh yeah. And you have you have uh, obviously have the creative freedoms to do uh, that. Well, lead-ins to stories I do, or, right. or or what we call VOs, which which are just twenty-eight second uh, reads, right? Uh, under video, yeah, I rewrite a lot because you see how ABC chooses, yeah, 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 yeah. chooses just particular words. That's right, and things like that. So yeah. So you can rewrite. The intro, yeah, or I'll just add a little bit on the air. Change yeah, it. it's right. it's all about fra- that, like how you frame the story, right? Yeah. How you frame the narrative. Yeah. So. Is that is that the clout you have at WLOX? Did you well, have to I don't think anyone do else does it. I'm not sure there are many anchors, news anchors around the country who do it, but right. uh, they should. It's uh, you'll y- have a new can I call it like a new class uh, that y'all are kind of passing the torch. A lot of new faces at WLOX, yeah. and yeah. hopefully they're going to be people that stick around. Um, and kind of, again, going back to what we said in the beginning, like, I think y'all have developed a certain level of trust with the community. Otherwise people wouldn't watch. Right. And it seems like you got some new faces. We mentioned Tristan, uh, coming in to kind of take over and take it into the next few years. Is that kind of how you see it? Is that, is that, the, is that a plan at WLOX to keep, you know, same name, same faces kind of yeah, people? Yeah. I'm not sure in this climate, you're going to be able to keep people keep like people that, that long. It seems yeah, like yeah, a springboard yeah. effect. Yeah. Uh, and when I and again when I first got into television, there was always a three to five year plan. You know, I'm going to stay here, and then I'm going to move up to a market that's five uh, 
uh, you know, a little larger and then a little larger, and we'll see how far this goes. I happen to have liked it here. I mean, I yeah. got married, had a son, bought a house, bought a place in Destin, bought a condo in New Orleans, so I'm kind of married to this place. So, Living a dream. So we have, uh, I don't know if you see me like looking at the computer, we have um, comments coming in. No. I can see live interactions. No, yeah. Yeah. I hope it's, you don't have them. Uh, Dave, this is high tech, high tech stuff. We <laughs> We're do running it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, well, high okay. tech production. Okay. Tough uh, flight. No, but we've had some people said, uh, Preston said that he met you when he went to WLX Studio. Um, and you was a very cool dude. That's what he wrote. Um, uh, Wayne Rudolphich said uh, that you're a top-notch journalist, very fair and objective. Uh, so that's great. I'm gonna flash that on the screen. Just a Coach Rudolphich. Yeah, Coach yeah. Rudolphich. He's our old football I, I know uh, uh, Wayne Rudolphich. He's a good guy. <laughs> and, yeah. and then uh, we have a friend of the show here, uh, Keith Wilson, uh, wrote in a great topic that I might have just dusted right by. Thanks, Keith, for bringing it up. He asked about you and Karen Abernathy. We kind of talked about it at the beginning. Keith, go back, check that out. But they, yeah, they have been working together since 1986. Yeah. The longest running uh, duo there for local news, for sure. Yeah. Um, well, in Mississippi, I know that for yeah. sure. And, but what? he did he did ask about uh, how you felt in the midst of covering Hurricane Katrina. I, we I would have probably skipped right over that. That's you a know, humongous Hurricane thing. Katrina. You know, to me, Hurricane Katrina either seems like it was a hundred years ago or yesterday. That's yeah. a great way. I I, I I can't really. It's always still sort of a blur. I mean, there was the storm. And we were in the building. Yeah. I was live on the air. Yeah. Well, the I remember that. Like yes. I remember on. going, I mean, watching yeah. it until the power went Well, out. that's just it. Once the power goes yeah. out. You know. And then to me, which is always the story of a hurricane, it's the aftermath. You right. know, the no electricity. The We had no idea. And everybody can say this, I think, because people were swimming for their lives. We had no idea what was happening out there until after the, the, the storm had kind of passed. Uh, and then we went out and we went down to the end of Debbie's road and we're like, where's Olive Garden? Right. Where's right. studio's not Where, very yeah, far. Yeah. Where's, <laughs> where's Red Lobster? Right. Where, you know, and then I drove further down and I could really tell you some stories about the National Guard and stuff in the day or I heard, and FEMA afterwards, how I, I probably almost got shot a couple of times yeah. as a journalist, but, uh, uh, and then we went further down, and there's the President Casino over by the Coast Coliseum, and yep. Tullus Tulladena Manor crushed by, I guess that was Grand, wasn't it? Yep. Grand and Biloxi? Uh, yeah. Yes, that one went on the that north side That one went of across 90. the yeah, Treasure Bay. Did. Did. Yeah, Treasure, Treasure Bay. Did. Bay. Uh, man, that was terrible. But yeah, so I don't remember if it was WLOX that said it, but I remember being during Katrina, someone reported. This was pre-social media, so it had to be from y'all or the radio maybe at that time. I don't remember. But, that uh, you know, Porto Bay right over here, yeah. in Lemoyne, that there were that there were people on their rooftops in Porto Bay. And I remember hearing that going, no, there's there's no way. Yeah. They, yeah. they got the wrong neighborhood. But yeah, and that's was, so naive to think that I would say that out loud legit, now. Yeah. Right. And then you get out and you're like, oh, my God. Okay, yeah. And then that yeah, it was an atomic bomb. It was. Yeah. You know, everyone always says New Orleans was hit by Katrina. No, New Orleans was hit by a failure of a of, a, of an outdated, Correct. antiquated levee system. Correct. The Gulf Coast was Bay hit Saint by Louis Katrina. Specifically. Yeah. Hancock yeah. High hit, right? Yeah, yeah Hancock, Hancock County got killed. I'm glad that's possible. I lost a house in Katrina, but it wasn't a storm. Storms are other than a bayou. I had nine feet of rising water. So. Right. Right. Tell us the the uh, the FEMA story. The the National Guard. Oh I, I've man, heard, I've heard rumors I, that I had I had fights on the air actually with the, the the FEMA guys. They would send down from Washington because I thought they would they weren't 
answering the question squarely, and that didn't Little sit well with me. History proved that it. that was true, yeah. right? They, I, were, they were not yeah. giving out correct information. So, I mean, I would have... And then they brought in police officers from different states. I don't know if a lot of people remember after Katrina. And, and the local police were pretty good. They had razor wire at the tracks. Yes. Yeah, I remember I don't know that. You get across. Yeah. 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 So, and I don't know if a lot of people realize this, but the government was actually about that close to calling martial law. So, uh, you know. I'm surprised they didn't. It, it kind of felt like that, but I don't really know what, you know, how martial law would be if they really enacted it. But I do remember going to the tracks downtown Biloxi. And you couldn't in, get across. In Biloxi, you couldn't get across. Yeah. But also, I had never in my life up to that point seen Biloxi downtown by the mall, Edgewater Mall, completely Dark. Demolished. No, no, no. Just dark. Yeah. No lights. No street lights. Well, no, that's, nothing, that's nothing. the weird thing, isn't yeah. it? When all you don't even recognize nothing. landmarks and intersections. Right. You're like, what the heck? Yeah. What's going on? It, it was that was crazy. Yeah. It was very so crazy. Katrina's the biggest. You can you just can't deny it. Anytime you have a one in a every one hundred ten year uh event as Katrina was, right. you know, that's gotta be the biggest story yeah. since I've been here. So Yeah. Right. And I would thanks, Keith, because I would have missed that. I would have well, it keeps I mean thanks, the biggest Keith. story was Camille, and then after yeah, Camille, now yeah. it's Katrina, and, and it, unfortunately, well, it's, it's going to be, be another next one. one. Yeah. Well, and it's COVID too, right now, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. that's not a hurricane, but it was uh, took the whole world by storm, and that's all we've been talking about for over a year now, yeah, or and, a year now. So, and the damage well, done has been comparable to any man-made or absolutely. any natural disaster that there could ever have been. So. What's uh so? What's the future look like? What are you? Uh, what are your plans? Yeah. You gonna- I'm two three years away from walking. Really? Oh yeah, another two three years. Of, I'm in no great hurry. A lot of golf yeah. going on after that. Yeah. What? Well, I've decided to live here. I had a choice as I have a couple of houses in different states, but I've the, we've now decided we're probably going to stay here. So uh, you know, we'll see. I don't know. Travel. Is going to be yeah. is what I'm going to do. So okay, that ain't nothing wrong with yeah. that. Man. No, that start a podcast. Yeah. No, if I was if <laughs> I was your podcast, age, Dave. I would start. Actually, I've met people have been pushing me to start a podcast. You guys have to read my Facebook page. I can get pretty radical, but I uh, not on my WLOX page, <laughs> right? But I make the station very nervous on my personal page. So you don't come across as somebody who's really worried about that, though. No, no, I like that. <laughs> Seems I like it just blew I over the show. Yeah, he's like, ah, what if it happens? Yeah. It happens. Yeah. Right? Well, you know, if they talk about you behind your back and worry about you behind your your back, what can you do? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. The only other thing I can think of we didn't talk about was cruising the coast as far as large events. Ah, that you covered, I don't like but cruising the coast. You don't. Yeah. Too much traffic. That's the only <laughs> bad thing I've heard you say on this uh, whole podcast. <laughs> too man, much that traffic. Hurts. Huh? Well, I loved it at first. Yeah, it is. Now little... it's like what. Yeah. I gotta go where yeah. and do what? No, All I'm right. just kidding. I love cruising the coast. Yeah. Now you're, now you're backpedaling. Don't backpedal. Yeah. Just own it. I'm, pr- I'm proud of you for owning it. Yeah. Uh, but no, man, that's great. Um, we really appreciate you stopping yeah, in here today it. and talking no, to us. Cool. Taking time that's out of cool. your day. Let's see how long we've been on. Uh, about 41 minutes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Flies by. Talk about politics. You, well, you said okay. libertarian and anarchy. Ready to dive in <laughs> I tell you I mean, what, I will do. Yeah. I'm, uh, what's the topic? Because I we that is listed on our uh, website as one of our in our social accounts yeah. as one of our topics. What What do you think? Tate Reeves did a good job so far. Are we going well, to go? yeah, Tate Reeves is going to be hard to judge because you have to judge him. Well, even though we got to know him as eight years as lieutenant governor, you, he's got to be judged yeah. purely by how he handled COVID. COVID. You right. can't say what kind of governor has Tate Reeves been. Right. When he's uh, takes office in January and. And then, and then the pandemic breaks out in March. So he's judged entirely right now by how he handled COVID. COVID. Right. Although we did get to know him uh, pretty well With during the briefings. Uh, yeah, yeah. D- and no, while well, he was lieutenant governor. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, for for eight years, so everyone knows where 
Tate Reeves is, but uh, I have a good relationship with Tate Reeves. But I just wanted to say some of the best things I get are my off-the-record conversations that I have with governors and senators and yeah. and mayors and stuff like that. So That's why you should start your own podcast. You should definitely yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's <laughs> off the record for a reason. Well, that's but, true, yeah. too. But it also gives you then an idea as to why this is happening. Correct. Correct. Why this project isn't happening. Something like that. So. Well, I, I, I mean, I, the South opened back up. I think, I mean, most of the governors down here, I mean, from COVID, they opened it back up. I think everybody was happy with what's going on. Well, I not w- everybody, but well, most. Yeah, well, people. A lot of people were scared. Yeah, a lot of older demographics were scared. Right. But I mean, nothing like you know, New York, California, Michigan. Which are still in uh, lockdown. Yeah. I well, mean, I think they're slowly states. coming out. But you're right for most yeah. for the most part. Well, they kind of have to now. I mean, they have no choice. People are starving. Yeah. If, if we're sticking on um, on uh, politics, what's your take on this in- initiative 65 that just recently got? Well, it was a sloppy bill, and people don't want to hear me say that. But uh, I think that's why the legislature was kind of compelled to draw up 65A. Uh, medical marijuana does not have friends in high places in Jackson, but anything that gets 74% of the vote Correct. is a landslide by any standard. So lawmakers are now obligated to uh, craft a program. And when that's going to happen, because they're up there debating it right now, hot and heavy, then the governor's not going to call a special session until they work it out behind the scenes and hammer it out because he doesn't want to wait. He wants them in and out in two or three days. So it's going to happen. I was thinking a couple of weeks, but it could be longer, and I hope not because I think the people kind of got screwed on that deal. Yeah, but I mean, every initiative since when? when what was the date? Uh, 2003. Is yeah. null and void. Now there's, there's this unspoken statute of limitation, I've been told, uh, where ju- that's what judges will look at. It's too late to complain about, for instance, okay. 2011 was voter ID. They're not going to overturn that as right. a result of this. Uh, and there were a couple of other things we voted on. But until they change the initiative ne- process, the language now, anything else moving forward, I mean, is dead in the waters. So. Okay. You you say sloppy. The bill was sloppy. In, the bill in was what sloppy. Way? It was way? sloppy in co, uh, co- giving cities authority on code, on code, on where dispensaries could be and things like that. Other states, it was much tighter. Also taxation, there were, it was very vague always. on taxation for the state and the state's going to take its taxes, brother. You, oh, you no doubt. That. So and, that's your, that's not your, that's your take on it, but like, that's not anarchy or libertarian, right? Like in other words, we, you, I would think, would be for more city-controlled uh, where they can be, where not, versus straight down from No, Jackson. but the cities were complaining, and that's what the Madison mayor's initial uh, suit was about, was Correct. coding, that she didn't Correct. think she had enough authority to control when, how, where dispensaries would be. And uh, because and the Department of Health, who was regu- going to regulate it, was against it. Yeah. So And no one knew quite where the suppliers were going to come from. So it was too much, too fast. I don't know. No, I, I, I just think it needed to be tightened up. I kind of still blame it on, on the legislatures, though, because from what I've heard, that they've had ample opportunity to write their own bill for medical marijuana yeah. in the state and oh, yeah. either never did or they never got out of yeah. committee to and definitely never passed, yeah. right? So the citizens take it upon themselves. I mean, you know, you, you know where I'm going I, with that. I mean, why you like mean you said, 74%, that's not, that is not uh, a few people. No, that's yeah. a landslide. Yeah, yeah. you don't <laughs> ever get 74% yeah, yeah. in politics yeah. or anything. Yeah, so they, I mean, so they're now obligated to do it, but... 
Speaker Gunn isn't a big fan of it, and he's very powerful. Uh, Hoseman, I'm not sure where he stands on it. The governor, I think, probably is unopposed is opposed to it. So we'll we'll have to see. You know? I wonder. I wonder why. Is it is it philosophy? Well, is it, there uh, there's a thinking, and and it's legitimate if you look at world history and human nature. That if you open the door a crack, you know somebody's going to kick, kick it, it in. Open, turns yeah. to Portland. So, turns yeah, into Portland. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. they think. And I don't think it's going to happen, but they think it's okay. That means we're 18 months away from recreational marijuana. You know, we can't have that here in Mississippi. What are they going to do if they overturn it at the federal level? I mean, I think that's just a, uh, let me get some good votes out of this trump card to pull, to play at some point politically for some party right yeah I well know, i mean it's, it. it's inevitable right that's what i'm saying it's you know, gonna happen saying. right yeah. i mean it's happening one state after another they're falling like dominoes yeah in yeah. terms of recreational marijuana but i think i think this is going to work out and everybody's going to be happy we're yeah. going to have uh mayor shay dobson he's been very vocal about med- medical a little too marijuana. vocal Little too, uh oh, Shay, you heard it. All right. No, he's been very vocal yeah, about it. Does. Even prior to Initiative 65, uh, yeah. he was. I know Shay quite well. Yeah, he's cool. so, yeah, he's a friend of ours. Yeah. Uh, so he's going to come on and talk about it as well. But what uh, what other political issues uh, is on the mind there, Dave? Anything I'm not brought up yet? Come on, man. I don't know. You mean in Mississippi, nationally, you internationally? Pick, you pick. Let's get yeah, it. Well, man. you know, I mean, we could talk about what's happening with the current administration and what's happening with the. Uh, uh, spending that is through the roof and crazy in Washington D.C. right now. You're talking so. about the infrastructure. Yeah, the infrastructure. Yeah, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, pretty much. The, well, I mean, we already spent six million on COVID, and then we're going to throw another two point two trillion in on make believe infrastructure. Obama did infrastructure in 2009. It was seven hundred eighty billion dollars, and everyone freaked out. Now they're going two point two trillion. So I guess. Uh, Trillion is the new billion. Correct. Why have that oh, backwards? No, no, no. It's just a number. Yeah. It's just yeah. a number. That's right. So, yeah. so, so I don't like all of the all of that. And I, I and and think about infrastructure. They can't even fix freaking potholes. No. You think they're going to tear up city water systems? Yeah. You think they're going to fix airports and ports and highways and bridges? No. It's going to uh, be a it's going to be a money grab. But you yeah. know, never let a good what is it? Never Wait. let a good tragedy go to waste. Yeah, never is let that, a crisis go. It to all waste. goes. It's, it's a drama it's, manual. It all goes to education. So that's and why we roads got you here. And it goes somewhere else. Yeah, it's always promised education and roads and. But the lottery's kind of come through on that education. The lottery has, yeah. yeah. I, who was that? Uh, Toronto. It was in here talking about Carrie. how you carry. Yeah, yeah, she was talking about how the the, the Toronto. I mean the. Uh, um, the money from lotto the lotto yeah, would be allocated would towards education. Schools, but yeah. they also yeah. said the same thing for gambling, right, as well. Well, the schools are getting gambling. They, right. they, are. they are. In Biloxi and Harrison Biloxi County. County. Yeah. Jackson County isn't. The Irville's getting some now, though. we got a casino, too. So yeah. Yeah. Just a little pinch of it. I don't know. All right. I, well, I've probably broken the record. What's the longest oh, show no. you've ever done? No, oh, no, 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 no. When we get when we get in here and really get to drinking heavy, these things go <laughs> an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. But we appreciate your time. Okay, and, man. Uh, My pleasure. Everything you've done for uh, for the Gulf Coast and all the reporting you've done over the years has been great. We appreciate it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, My pleasure. It's pleasure. good to have you in the yeah. studio today, and uh, look forward to what you say. Two or three more years. Yeah, Six two more or three years, more, ten more years. years. Who knows? Okay. Who knows? You can come back on the show and yeah. tell us how you as long as yeah. Well, I'm sloppy right now on the golf course. That's it. You'll be yeah. better by that retirement. Yeah. 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 Uh, anytime you want to stop back in and talk to, cool. to us about any issue or whatever, it's an open invitation. You just let us know. Yeah. Jerry, Joey, thanks. Yes, yeah, sir. Thank All right. You. I appreciate thank it. And uh, we want to thank everybody you. in the comment section and everybody that tuned in to watch and listening on the replays. Uh, we appreciate it, man. And we'll see y'all yep. on the next one. Later.
Thanks so much for checking out the episode. Hope you dug it. If you're enjoying the show, make sure you're following us on all the social platforms. That's at BrownwaterB, all one word. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, you name it, we're there. Be sure to check us out. And uh, if you're really enjoying the show and you want to be a supporter, man, jump over to brownwaterbanter.com. We have all kind of merch for sale. We have our uh, leather patch, uh, Richardson 112 snapback hats. We've got t-shirts, dry fit hoodies, dry fit short sleeve, dry fit long sleeves, uh, cotton t-shirts. So whatever you were looking for, we got you covered there. Once again, thanks so much for checking us out, and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Brown Water Band.